Hope for Living Media Church and Bible Study Time Incorporated present Time for Hope with guest host Bill Cruz. Thank you for joining us today on Time for Hope. I'm Bill Cruz, your host, and I'm very excited to be joined again for the second week by author and television minister, Dr. Ricky Branham. Today, Dr. Branham and I will be concluding our discussion on his book titled Psalm 23, A Psalm for the Living, subtitled 23 Devotional Messages to Lead You to the Blessings of Salvation, Overflow, and Eternal Life. Stay with us for today's episode of Time for Hope. I think you'll really enjoy it. Welcome back, Ricky. We're going to del- delve into the book, uh, your book, after last week we, we did the first part. But uh, I think there's a lot of lot more meat in here, so uh, so let's get started. Um, and devotional message 15, you talk about God wants to bless you in front of the enemies. Can you explain that a little yeah, more? Yeah, thank you for having me, and I appreciate everything. You're welcome. You know, when you talk about bless in front of enemies, it, it's... I was. I think that may be the most surprising thing I learned in Psalm 23. You, you know, like I said, I've, as I said last week, I, I've read a thousand times. I know Psalm 23 inside and out. But but when I studied it, this part got me the most because so the the Lord says that He wants to bless you, uh, prepare a table before you, blessings, in front of your enemies. And I couldn't understand like. Um, like why God would want to bless you in front of your enemies and what that even means. So, you know, and I tell in the devotional 15 about this and just to give you a little real brief overview. So what I didn't understand um, many, many years ago as a Christian is I thought only the devil was our enemy. And, and he is our enemy. But I also learned that people can be your enemies. There's going to be people going to come against you. And the mm-hmm. Bible talks about that. The difference is and who we fight and who we wrestle. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the devil. We fight against the devil. And our enemies that are in the flesh, the human form, we have to pray for them, bless them, love them. That's what the Bible says to do. So Mm -hmm. even though they might be our enemies, we are to pray for them, love them, and bless them. The devil is who we fight against through the weapons of our warfare, through prayer, through Mm -hmm. fasting, through pulling down the strongholds, whatever it might be. But when God says, I want to bless you in front of your enemies, I have a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Actually, the, the Hebrew word there for enemies means captive, like that enemy is held captive. And so what that means is God wants to bless you in front of someone who is held captive and forced to watch you be blessed. And you say, well, why does God want to do that? And it goes back to why we were created. We were created for the glory of God. We were created to show forth God's praise. We, that's why God, God didn't need Ricky Branham. But God created me that I could glorify him. That's why I was created. That's why you were created. So how, do you, how does God get glory? Well, it glorifies God when he blesses us. Because then we turn and give him thanks and praise and tell others about his goodness, right? Mm-hmm. But it also glorifies God when you are blessed in front of your enemies. Why? When those are when they're held captive and forced to see the goodness of God in your life. It glorifies God because it shows that God is in control, that God is powerful. The Bible says he won't share his glory with another. So it doesn't so God says, listen. If, if your enemies are going to treat you this way or the devil's going to come after you, I'm going to bless you. And not only bless you, 
but I'm going to force them to watch it and to see it. Mm -hmm. And that's a powerful mm -hmm. thing. Really because, because why? At the end of the day, the Bible says in Numbers that the earth would be filled with the glory of the Lord. And God wants to be glorified in front of everyone. So he forces your enemies to see you be blessed. Why? Because it glorifies God. It shows, it also shows that they're on the wrong path. You know, if, if and I say it like this because it's just an easy way to say it. If they're living for the devil, right? If they're not serving God. Well, when God blesses you, the Christian, it forces them to see like, hey, God loves his children. God blesses. He's a father that blesses. And they can have that too if they turn to God. He sees it. Yeah. He see, they see it. So, see it. so the, the goal would be that they would say, you know what? I want God. I want God's peace. I want God's joy. I want the goodness of God in my life. How can I have that? Well, let me tell you about Jesus Christ. See, they see mm -hmm. that blessing in our life and they want it. So they're held captive to watch it. Isn't that interesting? I love it. Yeah. How they're forced to see God's mm -hmm. goodness in our life. And they go, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It gets them to think about themselves. That's mm -hmm. exactly it. That, mm -hmm. That's exactly what the Lord is mm -hmm. doing. It causes them to think about themselves and say, you know what? I want that. I, I want God to take care of me. Mm -hmm. That's because that's, we've got a loving Heavenly Father. You know? Mm -hmm. you know, the Bible even says that in Matthew. If we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children, how much greater does a Heavenly Father give good things to them mm -hmm. than ask them? You know? Mm -hmm. He's a great Heavenly Father. Yeah. So that's that was probably one of my favorite parts of the book. Um, and even now when I read it, I'm like, praise the Lord. God is good. <laughs> so You also talk about how goodness and mercy is all encompassing. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit? That kind of fits. with It kind of does fit. It kind of yeah. goes in. Mm -hmm. So we say that God wants to bless us. Mm -hmm. So then God tells us how he wants to bless us. He wants to bless us with goodness and mercy. Now, the Bible is purposeful. The Lord chose the words that he chose when he wrote the word through divine inspiration for a reason. And when he chose goodness and mercy, he chose those two words for a great reason. Both those Hebrew words are, are very, very, very broad. I mean, they're all encompassing. So I wrote down some things. So when you talk about goodness, that means pleasant, bountiful, ease. That, that means prosperity. It means wealth. It means favor. So think about that. When God says, I want to bless you with his goodness, goodness and mercy shall follow me all days of my life, right? Goodness. That means any good thing that you can think of, God wants to give to you. It's all encompassing. You said wealth in there. Yeah. So when we talk you about wealth, that. I do. I, and what I mean by wealth, again, and I've said this before, I don't believe God's a, a genie and grants you three wishes and right. we're all supposed yeah. to live in a, My in a mansion <laughs> and, 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 and take our soul. I'm not saying nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But what I do mean is that God does want to bless you, that you can pay your bills, mm -hmm. that you can be debt free, mm -hmm. that you can be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, that doesn't mean you have $10 million in the bank right. and doing nothing, but it does mean that you can be, because, you know, think about this. The Bible says it's more, it's more blessed to give than to receive. God wants to bless you so that you can give to your church, so you can support ministries, so you can reach people for Jesus Christ, and so you can pay your bills. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. And have a good credit score. And have a good credit score. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good thing. Right. Right. Nothing wrong with that. You know? So, yeah. so, you know, that, Sometimes that's more important. That's what God wants to do. He wants to bless you with, and, and that goodness is all encompassing. Yeah, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days yeah. of my life. And, and then mercy is the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I wrote this down real quick. Uh, you know, it's the Hebrew. It means kindness, pity, uh, beauty, good deeds. So the two things that you need in your life is the same two things I need and every other person needs. 
We need God's goodness. And then there's going to be times, guess what? We need his mercy. Mercy. Yep. And it's all encompassing. So you can't run from the mercy of God. He's so merciful. Mm -hmm. You know, God's been better to us than we've been to him, you know? Mm -hmm. And and so when God says, I'm going to give you goodness and I'm going to give you mercy, that means to that person, you know, we get a lot of people who watch our program that, that are in jail. You know what? Yes, you have to pay your debt to society. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the goodness and mercy of God can even reach you there. Mm -hmm can even forgive you and save you while you're in a jail cell. That's, that's, that's mercy. You get some, uh, some oh, response. Oh, yeah, I get a lot of response. Lot of response. I do. I, actually, I can't believe how much response I get from people who watch in jail ministry. Well, and they, you know what? Yeah. The Lord loves them. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and that, thank God for his forgiveness and mercy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're in there, and, you know, and they're flipping the cross, and then they see, you know, yeah. you with your... your uh, that's the mercy of God. Yeah, it's it's, it's all-encompassing. Yeah. And that's what Psalm 23 teaches them. It's all-encompassing. And you said goodness and mercy will chase you down every yes. day. Oh, this is good. Ah, this, this is, is good. really good. When I, you know, so chase you down. So it says goodness and mercy shall follow me. And then, so, but the word for follow there in the Hebrew is pursue, hunt, chase you down. So what that means, now, now watch this. This is good. The Lord says he's going to chase you down with his goodness and mercy. That doesn't mean like, follow you in a sense of stay behind you. It means it's coming after you. Mm -hmm. Now think of this, watch this. The Bible says that the devil is a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm -hmm. So the devil is also trying to chase you down and get you. He's a lion. He's mm -hmm. an attacker, right? Mm -hmm. The blessings of God, and when you follow him and you follow the leading of the Lord, like the Bible says, mm -hmm. that the blessings of God chase you down. They come after you. So when you're not living for God, that devil is trying to get you, kill, steal, and destroy, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the Bible says in John 10, 10. But God says, my word is I'm going to chase you down with blessings. That means give you things that you don't deserve. Why? Because you're his child. That's he loves you haven't you. even asked for. You haven't even asked for. No, he, just because he's good. Think mm -hmm. about it. You know, people, as, as, if, you're, if you're a good father, you, you, you bless your kids. What I mean by that, you're, you're kind to them, you love them, you help them out. You do what you, you mm -hmm. know. And just because they're your kid, mm -hmm. God does the same thing. He says, just because you're my child. Why? Because you're my child. Mm -hmm. That's it. Not because we earned it or deserved it, but because he's chasing us down with blessing. Isn't that powerful? And, and, they, and that's what we all do as parents. I mean, you know, no matter how far they roam, you know. Amen. Uh, hey, they're our child. They're our that's, child. That's our child. That's right. They get in trouble. We we yep. try to get. We still got to pray for them and love yeah. them. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Anything yeah. else you want to expand yeah. on? Yeah, and I, I'll tell you this too. Like when I talk about the goodness and mercy chasing you down, and then it, it, it says all the days of my life. Right. So now, not only so think about this. Put this together. God says I'm going to give you all the goodness. It's going to chase you down all the days of your life. Not, not some days, not occasionally, not, not here and there, all the days of my life. That's why I told you the Bible is very specific. God chose the word that he chose for a reason. So that means every single day you should be looking for the blessings of God. And, that might, and, and when I say blessings of God, I'm talking spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, relational, financial. God wants to bless you in it every covers, area. It covers a lot, yeah. doesn't it? All the days of my life. Ain't that good? That's great. That's, 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 that's the goodness great. of God. He wants to get you and give them to you. So we got to expect it. That's what we need to do. We need to expect, expect to look it. for it. Okay. We have to expect yeah. to look for it. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yep. God won't force it upon us. But yep. 
So when you do that, God, God always comes through. I think we'll take a break right here and we'll be right back to finish this up, okay? Thank you. have all been there between the devil and the deep blue sea, or said another way, between a rock and a hard place. This really means that we have no direction that provides a safe path or right direction to take in a given situation. At such times, it appears every way we turn, we are hemmed in, and this can happen even when we have prayed diligently for God to show us the way. Someone shared with me recently about a decision she had made and believed God had answered her prayer and led her in a particular situation. Yet, upon making the change, it turned out to be a bad decision, and it was difficult for her to understand how this could happen. I suggested that she could not rule out that God did hear her prayer and led her, but for a reason that he might not choose to reveal to her, at least for the present. Sometimes God takes us to point A so that he can get us to point B. He does not always lead down a straight path, but we can always be assured when we seek His will and direction that nothing and no place is the wrong place for us, at least temporarily. God wanted the children of Israel out of Egypt and sent Moses to deliver them. Although he refused Moses' request several times, the time came when Pharaoh was more than happy to let them go. All was well, and they were on their way to freedom when they looked, and the Egyptians had changed their minds and were hot on their trail. The Israelites became fearful and turned on Moses, questioning his motive for leading them out of Egypt, where they reasoned they were better off. They were like many of us who feel what we know, no matter how distressful, is better than risk what can be involved in leaving the known and trusting God with the unknown. Whatever our situation, be it financial problems, marital conflict, parental stress, employment loss, a mental disorder, or other issues, God says the same to us that He had Moses tell the Israelites when they were caught between the devil and the Red Sea. Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. We're back with Dr. Ricky Branham here uh, at Time for Hope, and uh, I've enjoyed this so much, but there's just so much in there, I don't even know what, what all to ask, so I'm just going to let you expand. Well, thank you for your, having me. and Some of your favorite. Uh, get, getting this word out, you know, and I think Psalm 23 is like a, it's a, probably everyone's favorite in some way. You know, Psalm 23 mm -hmm. is just a beautiful psalm, and I just didn't realize how much uh, meat there was in there. You know, it's like a mini Bible. 
It starts with salvation, gives you blessings, and then it ends with eternity. In six verses, it's a mini Bible. And since I've studied Psalm 23, I have always loved it, but I have a whole new love for it. But I want to share with your um, audience okay. those, those blessings. So I say there's 23 blessings, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to share some of those blessings with them. Um, I kind of recap them, so I'll read some of them. And, and listen to this. So here are some blessings. You have spiritual rest through salvation. Again, the Lord is my shepherd. That's spiritual rest. You mm -hmm. know where you're going to go for eternity. Mm -hmm. I mean, what better thing is there than that? that, that that's it. Mm -hmm. that, that's the best of the best blessing there is. But then there's some blessings that God wants to give people while they're on earth. So that, that blessing, obviously, you can have while you're on earth, too. And you can have it in eternity. We'll talk about that. But the rest, uh, then there's 20 blessings more that are just on earth. Listen to this. It says, you no longer want. Now, that's the subject in itself. I won't get too much into that, but the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That doesn't mean needs. You should pray for your needs, but that means want. Now, now let me just say this real quick because that's a, that's a deep subject, and we could have a whole show on just that. Mm -hmm. But let me say this. When you talk about not wanting, this is David saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Again, I've said this multiple times, but I think it bears worth repeating. That doesn't mean that God's a genie and grants you wishes. But what that does mean is if you have a godly want or a godly desire, that God wants to answer that. And that's why he said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Because, you know, what I have need of and want is different than what you have need and want, right? God gave us different callings, different gifts, different abilities, different groups to interact with. Mm -hmm. And so what I need and want will be different than what. And God says, whatever it is that you need and want, I want to give it to you. Ask and you shall receive. And so that's a beautiful thing that the Lord says. And I think it's purposeful that God put that the very first thing after salvation. The Lord is my shepherd, mm -hmm. I shall not want. He's mm -hmm. saying, listen, mm -hmm. you can have whatever it is you want if you can believe me for it. That's it. So here's what we do, though. The church world puts qualifiers on it, and we say, yeah, this, but not this, or this, but not that. God says, as long as it matches the Word of God. Can't contradict the Word of God. We know that. And think about this, you as a Christian, me as a Christian, I'm not asking God for anything crazy or ridiculous or stupid. I, I, I want something that will bless God, bless others, and bless my family. There's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So that's a very important concept, and I talk a lot about that in the book. And then here's some other blessings that you can have while you're on earth. Um, you can have physical rest. He gives you, he lays you down in those green pastures. He talks about physical rest. He gives you peace mentally. He gives you soul restoration. He leads you along righteous paths. He uses you to glorify God. Evil does not prevail against you. You have no fear. You're never alone. You know, we, we just read about <coughs> a prayer request for last week's show where a woman felt alone. And here, one of the blessings God gives in Psalm 23 is never alone. Um, we're defended and protected. Think about that rod and that staff, right? Um, there's comfort. There's prepared blessings. You enjoy God's meals and safety. You're blessed in front of your enemies. You're welcomed and approved. Oh, that one, I can't talk too much about it because I'll cry about that one. That, that devotional, will, well, when I read it, it makes me cry. Mm to be welcomed and approved. Uh, my son went through some hard times where people were just mean to him just because to be mean to him for no mm -hmm. good reason. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, thank God, God's taking care of all that. But, you know, I always told him that you are welcomed and approved in the eyes of God. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people need to know that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I can't go too much into that one. That one made me okay. cry. But um, overflow riches. We talk about God's faithfulness. We talk about goodness and mercy. We talk about being followed by blessings, uh, being blessed every day. And the last two I want to focus on is our time I know is coming to an end here. And I thank you again for having me in your great program. Oh, we've we enjoyed it. Um, is living in heaven and eternal life. Now, I put those as two separate blessings because God says at the end, he says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Right. Now, the dwell in the house of the Lord means you're going to go to heaven, okay? And you're going to be with him. But you're not just going to go to heaven. You're always going to be there with him. That, that's a beautiful thing. You're not going there for a limited time. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not just a few years, and then you're coming back. You know, and uh, you know, and, and you know, we know the New Jerusalem's coming down. We understand all that. We understand the Word of God. But you get what I'm saying is, you're mm -hmm. always going to be with God. That's what I'm mm -hmm. saying. When yeah. you go to heaven, wherever heaven ends up being, you're going to be there, and you're going to be there forever. And that's the real, I think, the real meaningful thing in my book that I'm trying to get out is, yeah. And I want people to be blessed, right? But really, the heart and my heart is I want to make sure people are right with God before they go to heaven. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, it's no good. Mm -hmm. yep. Exactly right. And you can't take any of this stuff with us. No. You know, I've had loved ones who've passed. You have loved ones that's passed. They didn't take anything with them. It's, it's, it's all left behind. And that's why our focus has to be on making first and foremost, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm -hmm. And all these, all things, these things will be added, added to you. That's right. So I wanted to kind of, if it's okay, give your, your listeners an opportunity, something that I like to share when mm -hmm. I minister. Please do. I, I, I like to share with all of you um, how to be saved, how to accept and confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I do this um, at the end of every uh, television message that I preach. And that comes from Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says that if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, that you would be saved. So I just want to invite you to pray this simple prayer. It's, it's found in my book too. Um, and I just want you to pray this simple prayer out loud. If you pray it and you believe it and you confess it with your mouth, you believe in your heart, then God has saved you. And then after you pray that prayer, find a good Bible-believing church. Read your Bible, start in the New Testament. Pray to God in the name of Jesus, and He has a great plan, and God's going to lead you. So first, if you would like to do that, I ask you just to pray this prayer out loud with me, wherever you're at, and God will save you right then and there. Would you pray? Dear Heavenly Father, I confess and I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins, and on the third day, you raised him from the dead. And I confess and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. And I invite Jesus into my heart and to my life. And I ask you, God, to forgive me of all my sins. I forgive everyone. And I ask you to save me, help me, change me, and give me a home in heaven. And I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you said that prayer and you believed it, the Lord loves you and you are saved and you are born again. He loves everyone, but now you're his child. Congratulations.
Thank you again. Are you I, quite I, welcome? We're at, we're at yeah. the, the uh, prayer time. Yes, prayer I see request. you got a prayer request here for us that we're going to make sure we pray about. I know that you mm -hmm. take your prayer request seriously. And uh, listen to this prayer request that came in. It says, Dear Time for Hope, please pray for my sister. She lost her husband recently and is dealing with a lot of grief. Also pray for me. I was laid off from my job and out of work. I need a job and help with my finances. God's going to do all that. We're going to believe God for that. You know, the mm -hmm. Bible says mm -hmm. where if we agree, he's going to do it. Mm -hmm. Matthew 18, 19. So we're going to agree and we're going to believe God. So if you're watching this program, when you get a good testimony, make sure that you send it in and let them know when God answers our prayers because we're going to pray for you. So. Well, thank you so much, Ricky Brandon, Dr. Ricky Brandon, for coming. Thank you. Bill. We enjoyed you. Uh, and there's, there's, uh, we're going to have you back when you write the next I book. I would love to. Please do. There's, there's just so much in there. We could go on with this book yeah. for, thank you. for weeks, but uh, we enjoyed it a lot. Thank you yeah, very thank much. Thank you okay? very much. God bless you and your program. Thank you. I just want to take a moment to thank you for watching Time for Hope today. If you enjoyed the show, let us know by calling us or going to our website, timeforhope.org, and leaving us a comment. There you can also order a copy of today's book and see all the other resources we have available. We also encourage you to share your prayer requests with us. Thanks again for watching Time for Hope. Thank you for watching Time for Hope, a ministry of Hope for Living Media Church and Bible Study Time Incorporated. We offer a free fact sheet with more information on today's topic. Call or write us to get your copy today. The resource we are offering this week is available for a donation of at least $17 to the Time for Hope ministry. Any additional donation you wish to send will be greatly appreciated. Call us at 800-669-9133. Write us at Post Office Box 2169, Spartanburg, South Carolina, 29304. Or visit our website at timeforhope.org. As we continue to give out messages of hope, a financial gift of any amount to support the Time for Hope ministry will be greatly appreciated. When you send us a gift, you are joining in the ministry to which God has called us, and we greatly appreciate your teaming up with us in extending God's kingdom. Call us at 800-669-9133. And to see this program again online or share it with a friend or family member, visit our website or search for the Time for Hope TV ministry on YouTube, Roku, and Facebook. Until next time, have a great week, and remember, it is time for hope.